Hi guys, you already know what it is, your presenter day, this voice is his, your other presenter, Brandon, I think he was abandoned, he's not available, come on, he's, he's not available, he's not available. Listeners, as a professional broadcaster, a uh, journalist, really, for the Dan and Brave Presents program, some days I bear the responsibility of having to inform the public of unfortunate events, and today just happens to be one of those days. Listeners... It's the last day of Michael Jackson month. It's sad, it's sad, it's really, really sad. It's sad, it's sad, it's really, really sad. It's sad, it's sad, it's really, really sad. tell you once again, who's sad? Who's sad? I am. We all are. But you know what? It's okay to feel sad about Michael Jackson month. It was only three weeks, not even a full month. And there was a bye week where we didn't even discuss Michael Jackson at all. Right dab in the middle of it. But I guess, although I am sad, I'm also a little glad about Michael Jackson month because, well, I know it's going to end strong. Glad for bad. Bad 30, baby. We're finally doing it, ladies and germs. This time, ladies, wash your hands. Um, you guys are bad. Michael Jackson Month concludes with a brand new addition to the Dan and Brave Presents family. A new series we will be doing with our good friend Danny Stinson called... The Albums. And on this episode of Albums, we are doing Bad 30, baby. The 30th anniversary to the day. August 31st, 1987. Of Michael Jackson's seminal album, Bad. So let's get this party started. This is one of those two parters on the first part today. We'll be discussing in great detail Side A of Bad. And we are joined by a very special guest. The biggest Michael Jackson fan in the world. Mr. Stephen Charles. A.K.A. A. Charles. A terrific recording artist and good friend of ours you can check out his debut album 
20-somethings on Bandcamp, on SoundCloud, I think on YouTube. Or just do yourself a favor and conduct a nice little Google search on A. Charles. You're not going to regret it. And you definitely won't forget it. Now let's get into this damn fucking show. Listeners. Good Presenting Dan and Bray presents, presented by Brandon and Dave. Uh, it's somebody's birthday. Happy birthday, bad, from Dan and Bray presents. It's bad 30, baby. Bad. Let's do it. Here this... we go. Hey, who is that? It's me, Fat Danny. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's Fat Danny in the house. This is your presenter, Brandon. We have our presenter, Dave, over here. Don't say my name. Let me... Introduce myself. Well, too bad. And guess what? We have a very special guest here today. Say hey hello. Hey, Dan and Bray fans. How you guys doing out there? Oh my God. Will you say your name for the audience? Yes. Yeah, so, my name is Stephen Charles, known by some as A Charles. A Charles. Um, but mainly known by not many people at all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. We'll get to Thank know you. him, guys. Yes, it is really good to see you. Very excited. We go, we all go way back. We all sang together uh, in, <laughs> in school, actually. Well, yep. the four of us, actually. Yeah. Dave sang near us, so <laughs> not with us. Dave wasn't good enough. <laughs> well, yes. I'm, okay, well, I'm glad you guys are here because I, I was going to ask you, um, why don't you sing, Michael, a little birthday song? Acapella style, just like the old days. Oh my God! Good idea, Dave. <laughs> so we're here to no? celebrate. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready to go. Let's oh, do it. Oh, wait, are we singing Happy Birthday? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. But Michael style. You started. Uh, you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, Dave, you're not invited. Okay. <laughs> Let me do the beats. Okay. Go ahead. All right, fine. Go ahead. Happy birthday. No, you gotta do this. <laughs> you gotta do the list as your birthday song. Yeah. You know it, right? Yeah. But say, <laughs> I was thinking a way Bad, different direction. It's your birthday. Happy birthday, Bad. Bad, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Bad. Bad, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. <laughs> Gave you a gift of little sister, and I'm proud of you this day. <laughs> Happy birthday, bad, bad, bad 30. 30. 
I don't know what was what this is. So this is from you. You, know, you, you don't know, know that? Really? I've never. No. That's okay. I showed this to Dave maybe three oh. years ago, and he claims he's known his whole life now. I it's, never said that. I just said I liked it a lot. It's uh, the Simpsons episode it. where oh. Michael Jackson comes home to the Simpsons, and mm-hmm. it's a big white dude, and but he comes home from a mental institution because Homer's in the mental institution. Oh institution. Yeah, 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 the menstrual, yeah, yeah. the menstrual institution. And so they're like, I brought Michael Jackson home, and it's not. But then he writes this song for Lisa's birthday, and it's it's amazing. Yeah, and it's the best Michael Jackson song, oh, actually. Yeah. Okay, actually, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Lisa, I've heard that. Lisa's before. your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he Michael didn't actually do it, right? He did on the show, but on the like the CD, the Simpsons sings CD. Not him. So he did do it on the show because he was a big Simpsons oh, I thought fan. It was, I thought it was the opposite. It might be the opposite. It might be the opposite. I don't hey. think he did it on the show. I don't remember. Simpsons fans out there was, tweet at he us. He was too <laughs> shy. He was too shy to do on the show. At Dandenbray presents, tweet us your response, and we'll insert in nothing. Um, so we're here to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Bad. Guys, yeah. where were you when Bad came out 30 years ago? I was. <laughs> also, we're the albums now. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah! Welcome to this version of Dandenbray presents called Albums. Uh, we got to get a job. Oh. <laughs> All I have is this record of bad, and I have to talk about it. The albums with our honorary guest, Steve Charles. We'll cut out everything we just did. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is gold. This is the tweets are coming in on the live stream. This is gold as Michael was on history. Whoa. (laughs) Jumping the gun. You're going forward in history. And we are talking about a historical moment right now. So, Steve. Dan. Tell us and tell the audience about your relationship with Michael Jackson. So, my relationship with Michael Jackson goes back to 1995. Was it inappropriate? Oh my God. I was waiting for it. Too soon. Not where I was going, but let's go there. Too soon. So, I just come back from Neverland Ranch. Nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) Had a great time. Rode some ponies. Played with some lions. Ponies. And um, my sister was watching something on VHS, and it was the Moonwalker movie. Ooh. And I was hooked. I was hooked. Is that, like, that's all the, is that like all the videos? So all the videos. Okay, I'd yeah, say yeah. maybe like 90, 95% of the videos. So there's Smooth Criminal in there, Speed Demon, Just Leave Me Alone, Man in the Mirror. and uh, Spoilers. Yeah, after that, <laughs> after that, I was hooked. I was hooked. If you told me Michael Jackson was God, like not a God, but if you're like, he's God. Five-year-old me would be like, yeah, I see it. Yeah. I yeah. can picture it. We're all fans of Michael, obviously. We've talked about him before, but we brought Steve on. Steve is another, an, another level. The biggest fan worldwide. <laughs> you won best fan. Uh, what year was that? <laughs> 1995 at the Neverland Ranch Awards. <laughs> yeah. exactly. At the Ranch the, Awards? The, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, NL, the, uh, NL, the NRAs. NL, <laughs> National Ran- Ranch. Uh, Never National Ranch. What? Oh, okay, sorry. The NRAs. I don't know how to do acronyms. Apparently, I don't really understand acronyms. Technically, it's not an acronym if it doesn't spell something. That's a different thing. What does that mean? I true. don't remember. It's an acronym if it spells a word. Like scuba. Yeah. Scuba yes. is an acronym. Really? Yeah. Yes. There's another word for it if it just it's a monogram. Not monogram. Um, tweet at us. <laughs> when in doubt, tweet us. I'm not sure if we have a Twitter. <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> it's at Danden Brave. 
Um, Steve was a uh, a big influence on me personally getting into Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's catalog. I knew like a handful of songs like before high school, and then I met Steve freshman year of high school. And he, he was like, Dan, you got to go through the whole catalog. And I did, and I was immediately obsessed. Yeah, so. so in early episodes, I know you heard about that legendary trailer. So in that trailer, in oh, that music trailer, yes. yeah. Dan just roaming around there with Michael Jackson sheet music and just banging out songs on the keyboard yeah, and, uh, and the keys. And uh, me and him just trying to do our own little rendition. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. We and, uh, wouldn't have it any we, other way. I just like I was going to thank you. <laughs> yeah you're gonna give us insight we're uh, really putting you on the spot here speaking <laughs> of insight so we're gonna I, mean, I want to set up the the format here mm-hmm. of what we're gonna do going forward because okay. we did this off the mic that's right i forgot about this we drafted the songs between me dave and uh who am i i'm me me dave <laughs> and dan <laughs> i couldn't remember which name i didn't say <laughs> um so we we Randomly had a draft order, and we drafted the songs of the ones we wanted to cover, and we would each do a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. Now, going forward, we're gonna we already selected the next album. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. And but we're gonna draft stop thinking live stop on thinking the air. It. But I gotta hype that. I don't want to tell you what the album yeah. is, but we are going to draft live on the air. Yeah. The next Ooh. album. Mm-hmm. And Steve can be like a referee or something. Yeah, you could be the I'm moderator. Basically, that color commentary guy. So Whoa. Just... <laughs> you said that. We didn't say that. We did. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Steve said that. Steve on said his that. Own. We did not say that. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so we drafted the songs, and what we're going to do is we're going to. Play them in order on the album, and whoever has that song, we're gonna talk about it, and then we'll all discuss. Now, we, uh, we you know, we all did our research, but I'm looking over at Dan. <laughs> he's got, he's got bullet. I've got a book here. <laughs> like I, I wrote an essay to prepare. I Can wrote... you talk about what you did in preparation? Uh, most of it was a few minutes ago. <laughs> no, but I um, so. As Brandon talked about, you know, we each drafted songs. I did, you know, a little bit of homework, a little bit of research on the individual songs that I picked, that I drafted, um, on writing credits, the music videos. But really, we each, the main thing is we each decided to cover a different area, different topic of not only this album, but this whole era. Pretty much starting after Thriller and leading through the end of, we'll say the Bad Tour, like 1989. Roughly. You did the research. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess you guys didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the album, came, right. the, album came out, yeah. the album came out in 1987. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we're going to try and talk about everything going on in that era. Not only, you know, the music, but, you know. The videos. Per- the videos. Personally, Dave um, is going to cover some fashion stuff, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, our resident fashion expert. I actually went to the library and got a Teen Vogue from that um, from uh, August '87, <laughs> so I know everything about fashion of the era too. So I can I can uh, compare to other fashion trends of the time. Great. Yes. <laughs> All right. Shall we jump in? Shall we jump into track number one? Uh. Okay. Here's he, the thing. He, <laughs> here's the thing. I discovered something What's really up? interesting okay. about this album, and I think I need to preface it before we get into tracks because as we talk about the tracks it's gonna affect everything okay so after thriller 
Michael starts working on his demos. Thriller is November of 82. Came out of 82. Dave, our resident year album expert. Yes, correct. Okay, thank you. You're on the nose. Uh, Sorry, about saying nose again. Um, Thriller was the best-selling album of that time, of -hmm. all time, from 82 to like, I I forget who beat it. Do you know who beat it? I thought it still is. Well, Eagles? Eagles oh, oh, Greatest well, Hits well, is like up there. Yeah. Well, yeah, Thriller but, is definitely the highest selling now. Is it of yes. all time? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. So it's the greatest selling album of all time. Okay. That's what I wanted to say. But I'm saying, <laughs> I, what I'm saying is this that launched him into like incredible stardom. Oh, yes. 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 yeah, of course. So at this point, he's like the biggest artist of the yes. 80s of the era. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing. You know, you, you think of the 80s, you think of Michael. He only put out two albums in the entire decade. Right, you know, he he represents a decade only two albums. You know, whereas yes. you know, you think of the sixties, you think of and the Beatles. E. They have an album every year, like and, and an ET song. <laughs> EP, did you do an EP? ETP, EPT, and he did We Are the World in Between, right. which was essentially well, not an album, but has an album vibe. I guess you could, it's a whole project because <laughs> <laughs> it's vibe a lot. Cause it's vibe. I was thinking the same thing. album and a song. <laughs> um, so, so the bad had a lot of like uh, anticipation. He actually set like a record for himself. Like, I'm gonna sell like a hundred million re- records. I think Thriller sold like eighty million. So he wanted like this like crush Thriller, but break the wall. Yeah. S- spoiler alert: He didn't. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> didn't. But it was a huge sell. It was yeah, a huge, huge success. Yeah. And it spawned five number one hits, mm-hmm. which held the record until Katy Perry tied it with. Mm. Teenage Dream, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, nine singles. Yep. On bad. Nine singles, like you said, five number ones. We touched on it a little bit already. Michael touched on little things a lot. Uh, <laughs> too soon. Uh, <laughs> Gone too soon. Uh, Allegedly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh God. I'm nerding out so hard. It's great. Uh, came out end of August 87. So as we're recording this, as we put this out, well, the... <laughs> The, the timeline of us recording stuff and putting stuff out is a little weird, but 30 years ago this month... You don't need month, to peek behind the curtain. <laughs> 30 years ago this peek. month. So we are celebrating his 30th anniversary. No one else is. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one else on the planet. Just us. This is his seventh solo studio album. Right. Um, let's see. It's the number one album in 13 countries at its peak. Can I name all, can I name all of them? I didn't. Germany. I don't know what they. Uh, <laughs> Bermuda. <laughs> Bahamas. I don't know what they are. I, <laughs> uh, it's recorded from January to July of '87. I mean, written and stuff. Okay, but yeah, but no, that. it's written from Jan. There's so much more going on with this. Is that. just I know, but this is just some general basic, fact, some general. It, it, but it was years. Yes, of course. He was demoing for years, but the actual official recording started in January of '87. It's got six Grammy nominations and only won two. Shame. I know. I know. But Joshua Tree. No Game of Thrones Thrones talk here, please. (laughs) Joshua Tree also came out, so it's like, I don't know. Um, Number 202 (laughs) in Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums list. Okay. Yeah, so. Should have been number two. What number is it? 202. In what? 500 of all time? Yeah. Okay. The Rolling that. Stones' greatest albums of all time. Okay. List. Yeah. Okay. It's like okay, a very, okay. it's like a very famous thing they did. Yeah. I remember. So the thing that I want to get into is because um, my personal association with this association with this album has always been weird, and because of the production, it's not because of Al, right? 
Right. <laughs> and um, there were certain things I knew about the production, but none of I learned a lot about it last night in, in my research. So there's this guy named Christopher Carell. I don't know if it's Kirk. Have you guys ever heard of this person? Have no, not. No. You guys, we're all big Michael Jackson fans. Never heard of I, him. <laughs> I, I just learned about this last night. Yeah. Curl, Curl. I don't know how to pronounce it, but okay. So you guys know the, the very famous opening of Beat It, right? That gong chime sound, the pong. Yes. Yeah, bong, yes. Of course. Bong. Okay. So Come. that is a, a preset patch on a synthesizer called the Synclavier. Synclavier. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly, but it was a super high tech synth back then because it was a digital sampler. I'm not going to... I don't, A, fully understand all of its inner workings because it is so advanced. I have an emulator of it that I use where you can use the sounds that were stored in the machine, but it was basically based on samples rather than generated tones. So you can you can have uh, di digital samples in there that you can trigger basically with the synth too. So like that gong was a preset patch, you know, when you, you fire it up and it's like in there and you use it. So, you know, they were just using preset sounds because not really many people knew how to use it. So I found this guy's blog because it said that he did the, the Synclavier, Synclavier. I'm going to pick a way to pronounce it. I'm going to say Synclavier. 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 No, I'm going to say Synclavier. Uh, Synclavier, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah, so keep, keep switching it. <laughs> this guy, he made it his mission to learn how to use it because he wanted an angle to get successful in the industry because it was the new upcoming. It's basically a computer. There are floppy disk drives and hard, that you can load in samples and do crazy shit with it. So he is a huge part of the demo process because Michael gets wind that there's this guy in LA that knows how to use this big crazy machine. Michael calls him, they start having conversations. He goes over Michael's house and Michael has a huge Sinclair setup. And it's like, a, a, it could take up a room if you have a full setup of it. It's a huge piece of unit. It's not just a keyboard. It's got all this other shit going on with it. And Michael just had tapes and tapes of samples but they were completely unorganized. And he basically told this guy, like, hey, make me some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Too early for that voice. Um, you want to jam? You want to jam? Um, but so he let this guy uh, organize his samples. He said he would be there from, and this is from this guy's personal website that he blogged. I, I read for two and a half hours this guy's <laughs> history. It's insane. I urge you to go look him up, Christopher Carell, because I'm not going to do it justice explaining all of the the details of the, the synthesizer, but it's, it's pretty insane. So... He, he started demoing and making sounds because you can make sounds too and sample different things. So as we go through, I'm going to point out some of the really crazy samples in the songs that made them sound the way they are mm. because almost the whole album was re-recorded re at one point because they had to sync the real-life musicians and what they were recording to tape up with what he was doing on the Synclavier with the demos because Michael was never happy with the recreations of the demos. He wanted that specific sound. So when mm -hmm. they had Greg Fillingains and, and Spercaros come in and do that stuff, that he wanted to fuse it with the synthesizer, and Quincy Jones didn't really understand how it was all working, and so they had to re-record everything. He was and, old school. And at one point they... He was the best. And at one point, they brought in all these session musicians for I Can't Stop Loving You, and they were like, oh, this is why nobody has been called to play on this album. We've been waiting, like, 
Michael Jackson's new album, what's going on? Like nobody's here because they're doing all this shit with this synthesizer. It's it's wow. it's very insane. I'm not gonna go into more detail until we get um. <laughs> That's into why the, songs. the album sounds like a video game kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. I, you know, you really weren't very detailed with everything you just said. I, I wish you would have like given us more details. <laughs> <laughs> very vague. It was, it was like. I think if you, I think if you read up for three hours instead of two and a half. <laughs> Listen, but, because for people who know more about what it was, it that probably sounded like a lot of no. I'm very, listen, a lot of nerds who got really cool. like yeah. boners like the yeah, whole time. That was. I'm very happy that you know all that. Well, and here's the thing: there are some very specific examples that you'll be like, okay, I understand how this is all working together, and and we'll point it out. Um, so who has bad? That's a uh, someone named Little Dave, <laughs> Engineer Dave. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start over real quick because. Alright, okay. Let me find my notes. We'll so as notes. Dave's looking for his <laughs> notes, this is a great example of the Synclavier, okay? So that bass line, listen to that bass line. It's nine different instruments. It's, I think he said it was three different basses, like a, a real bass, a synth bass, another bass, uh, organ, synth, and what you would do is you would rec you would record that part and you would oh, I meant to keep that going you would record the part you would sync it with the Seclaver you would put it in there and process it through there and so you would play the baseline but it would be triggering all the other sounds doing that at the same time which you could do now very easily with computers and MIDI but back then this is like crazy technology like recording samples over themselves because it had 32 voices it could do all this crazy stuff so that how that's how it has that definitive sound same thing with the horns in the beginning when Michael was doing the video he realized when they were doing the video right the horn there was no intro so they had to go get the horns and like he had to like sample them from this part of the song and pitch them up to make that horn line in the beginning yeah okay wow this guy, Whoa. if everything this guy says on his blog is true, then he is a huge portion of why this album sounds the way it is. That's crazy. very cool. He's a big portion of why it didn't sell more than Thriller. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, so bad. This is his first, this wasn't his first single. His first single was uh, from the album was I Just Can't Stop Loving yeah. You. Yes. Yeah. And that hit number one. This was his second song, but it was his first video. Okay. And the video came out in August of 87, the same time as the album. Um, I know actually probably a, f a few weeks before the album, but same month. So yeah. when? Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was it premiered on CBS prime time. Now crazy. back then they were like events these, these videos. Yeah. So we all know the video, right. but I don't. That full bad movie wasn't released initially, was yes, it? Yes, it was. It, it was too. It was okay, released okay. as a short film. Okay. That's what was on CBS. It was the, the yes, full the full Martin yes. Scorsese directed, directed by Martin Scorsese. Did they show them in CVS too? Oh, I mean drugstore. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like when you think of the bad video, you don't really think of the full movie. You just kind of think of like they, they edited it for like MTV. For MTV, probably. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. On rewatches, yeah, because yeah. um, it's 18 minutes long. It's an awesome video. Um, it's really cool. It so the song is based off of a uh, news story that Michael read about a black kid from the city who went to a predominantly white prep school and came home during winter vacation, I think. <laughs> and the the video pretty much details that. It does a, does a, uh, a narrative of that. And uh, Wesley Snipes plays his buddy from, That's right. from the block. 
isn't it? And his name is Minnie Max. <laughs> which is a sick name. Didn't he claim that he took the part from Prince? I read that somewhere. No, Prince. Mm. Oh, okay. He was. I think that's true. It was supposed to be a Prince yeah. uh, duet yes. originally. Envision as a oh Prince yeah. Michael duet. What? Yeah, it was originally going to be that, and it didn't happen, which oh is absurd. God, that sucks. Which, it would have been the greatest song of all time. Which would have been so good, yeah. because they were rivals at the time. I think Prince said no. I think Michael was in, and Prince said no. Yeah, no, it was Michael's idea. Yeah. He wrote the song. Yeah. Um, what else can we say about this song? What do, what do, you, guys what do you guys think th- about Yeah, I was going to say, what do you think about the song? Well, going back to the video, I think it's interesting that Michael is playing a high schooler who right. goes to a prep school who's home for winter break. Yes. And Wesley Snipes is his high school friend from the block. Right. And no one blinks an eye I know. at the fact that they're both in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They call him Joe College, which is fun. <laughs> like, okay. admit, that's like an insult okay. some, somehow. There you go. Maybe he's in grad school. And then he, he, he tries to prove that he's bad. That's yeah, the whole that's thing, right? The yeah, that's the point of the video yeah, is yeah. that he, he goes to a subway station and is supposed to rob like, a, a random old man. And when he goes up, he says, run, go run, because he's, he doesn't actually want to go through with it. And remember, then yeah. there's a dilemma like, you, you're not bad. You went yeah. to this school, and you're, you're not one of us anymore. And then Michael has to prove that he is bad, <laughs> but not in the same way. Right. He has to prove he's bad at dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and rollerblades. And rollerblades. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he's a re- like the Darrow character. And the first part of the, of the video is in black and white, too. It's very cinematic. Very yeah, Scorsese. It's Scorsese. It's awesome. Yeah. And... When they come to that uh, that moment where he says, "You ain't bad, you ain't nothing." Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I love that. Yeah. He <laughs> transforms into basically oh. like a hair metal version uh, of Michael. A leather daddy. <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> <laughs> he turns into a leather daddy. Uh, Michael's wearing like a leather jacket. He's got like a bunch of buckles and uh, studs on it. Leather pants. His hair is is now like longer and frizzier than it was during the the thrill era. It's basically he's showing off his new hard edge for and this is the kind of look he goes he uh uses for the rest of the bad era and it's in color there's a little wizard of oz uh <laughs> technique there and speaking of of new look and yes. new edge yes this is a perfect example of michael being in the hot zone of his life being the biggest S- star in the world Ooh. because he comes out with this project comes out with the video comes out with the album cover and he's white. And he's and, and everything just goes off without a hitch. Like he's been black <laughs> he his whole life. He is white. And now he's white. Yeah, he's pretty white. I mean he's not completely white. He gets whiter. He does. He does. <laughs> he does. Um, but there is definitely a uh, difference in tone. That's how you know the music is that good. Because <laughs> Sammy Sosa right. Sammy Sosa isn't getting the same pass. <laughs> well Sammy Sosa cheated, right? He's, Did he cheat? He's getting called out. But back back to the album. How do you feel about the the bad song, Dan? Honestly, <laughs> right, this, this is gonna be a really hot take here. I know. This is gonna be a really hot take I here. Say. This is my least favorite track on the album. Wow. It's just song. I love the video. Video is amazing. One of the best videos ever. Right. ever period. Song. If I had to, pick, I I like the song. Okay. If I had to pick, what's wrong with it? Least I favorite. It. Not including bonus stuff, which we'll get into later. Not yeah. including the bonus tracks, yeah. but. But song, why? it's my least favorite. If I had to rank the songs in order, it's the last. I, you know, I liked it a mm. lot more as a kid. Same. Because, That's exa- exactly. You know, when I was, because I was listening to the, 
you know, the history greatest disc album when I right. was like four or five, and so beat it bad. Like I loved that stuff, but I think yeah, I I don't. Mm, I'm not gonna go on a limb yet and say it's my least favorite, but it's definitely in contention. But I I still like the song, but um. So the ironic thing is that bad is actually a bad song. You think it's a bad song? As that's what you guys are saying. No, I'm not no. coming you, from that you, angle. You weren't hey. listening. You didn't hear what I said then. No, I no, love all the songs on right. the album. If I had to rank them and pick a least favorite, it, it's bad. The song. Okay. Honestly, it's my honest opinion. That's fair. I like. That. I might hurt you with a IMHO later. With a, with a with a similar take on a different song, I might hurt you. No, I know I know what you're gonna do, and I'm gonna strangle you. No, I, I already know. I like I already know what you're gonna do. Bad is it, like the thing about it, he doesn't really have another song like it. No, it's such its own thing. That's why I love you mean it. Subject matter wise, well, no, subject matter wise, it's kind of like the sequel to Beat It a little bit. It's yeah, like an anti-violence yeah, yeah. Um, anthem. So, uh, but I'm saying at least musically, it's a little di- it's a little different than a lot of his other songs. Yeah, it's well because it's so driven by that bass line, and so harmonically it feels kind of weird. And then it, but it's got that really cool pre-chorus, and then the yeah, I don't know. It's it's a little uneventful, I guess maybe. Like after the first chorus, and it's like, all right, I get it. I think it's pretty exciting. No, I. It is. It's pretty you're skewing exciting. all our words. <laughs> Well, I'm, trying to I'm just it. trying to talk it out to myself as to why maybe I don't love it as much as I used to. But I still like it. Do you want to talk about the synth some more? So, so bad's for the kids, no. you're saying. It's a kid song. It's kid shit. It could be kid shit. <laughs> it could be kid shit. Okay. Because I don't know how many adults were like, yeah, I'm bad. <laughs> like, that's true. In response to... No, well, bad, at the time, bad was like, that's, that's just the term for cool. Yeah. It's a, bad... it's, a, it's a very, like, cutting edge... Not cutting edge term, but, like, for, like, Michael Jackson to... Use that term and make it like a pit single. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's come still on, a better on. song than most of the stuff that came out after Dangerous. I'll say that for sure. It's a better than most of that yeah, stuff. Mo- most. Not all. Not all. Fair. Most of that stuff. That's that's the way I feel about it. It's a blues uh, scale up, right? Music Yeah. Do you have more gain to give these two guys? Yeah, I give you gain. Yeah, we'd like to gain. I give you life. And be careful with you when you're getting too close when you're yelling into there. Okay. Um, let's move on to track number two. The way you make me feel. This is the one I drafted. Put that from the front again. Guys, put on headphones and listen to this drum part. <laughs> so, as we talked about earlier, we drafted songs. I actually had first pick. I picked this one immediately. This, uh, not, not, not that hot of a take. And I have a feeling I know what Dave's going to do here. And I'm <laughs> going to really strangle him. But um, this song, I've tried to rank my favorite Michael song all the time. Like internally, like I've, <laughs> you know, I've tried to like rank Michael songs right. and, and pick my top five ever. This song is consistently always falls in my top five. Always. Interesting. Ever. Every every Jackson Five, Michael song, this one falls in my top five for sure. I if, I love this song. If this I'm song, obsessed with this okay, song. If this song was a Jackson Five member, which would it be? Because there's five of your best, your favorite Michael Jackson songs, and five of the Jackson Five. <laughs> Let's go five for five. With this one, should be probably Jermaine. <laughs> <laughs> Like not quite Michael, but so that's yeah. like number two then maybe. Yeah, 
Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Wow. Right around there. I can't put this as my number one. No, I can't do it. Yeah, there's other songs I like more, but this is a top five for sure. Okay. I love this song. Um, Dave, I'll let you go a little bit more into more into this, but the video, very cool. You know, you have... Very cool. You have him in the streets with the... What I think is a pretty awesome outfit on. He's got like the blue. He's got the blue yeah. like dress shirt. Yeah, tucked in. Tucked in. Yeah. I think he's wearing a white sash around his waist. Casual. Casual. And he's got the pants hiked up like he does. Yeah. And unlike, I don't want to say most, but like a, uh, several of his other videos, mm-hmm. unlike that, the video reflects the lyrics entirely. Correct. You know, yeah, whereas like some of his other videos are like more uh, experimental and he's doing kind of whatever he wants. This video is the way you make me feel, hounding this chick, obsessed with this chick. Yeah, the video, Stalking this chick. Yeah, yeah. Basically. This chick. And the video reflects that. It features Tatiana Thumzin is her name. Is that the, yeah, that's the, the name woman of, the chick. of yeah. Desire? Uh, yeah, that's the woman in the video. Um, lyrically, yeah, I mean, he's, he is rock hard for this chick. He's in. He's He, he's, he, he wants her. Also, I mean, we just kind of heard it a little bit. The the hee hees and like yes, like the vocal type stuff. I could be very wrong here. That sort of he drilled that home, and that beca- that kind of became his thing. More so this album. Yes, than, I was gonna yeah, say yes. Yeah. More more this album than Thriller, you right? Get, you yeah. get more of a Jimon. Right. Yes. You get more of a hee hee. Yeah. Less of a who. <laughs> but or that's. It started this era, bad, right? That, and, that kind of stuff, and right? Actually, yeah. What I was saying, like, a th- other episode of Michael Jackson Relayed, that aggro voice filter was like, really comes into fruitition. <laughs> oh, fruitition? <laughs> during this album. Because I don't think he does it at once in Thriller, maybe like a little bit. There's several yeah, songs on this I album agree. where he, that is his main vocal yeah. styling. Yes. Yeah. And then this song um, just went to number one. This is, you know, one of his biggest hits. Went to number one January of 88. The so, third number so, yeah. one hit. I think right? that's yeah. what yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what stands out about this song most is, you know, obviously Billie Jean is a, is a pretty straightforward. Well, it's see, but it's almost not. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's a it's a pop structure, but it's, it's subject matter, you know, a little off dark it's a little darker right um and it was so groundbreaking this is just a hit like this i don't like it's just so catchy you know it's just like i don't know there's just something about it that just screams hit like it just makes sense hit me you know what i mean of course yeah it's got it's that driving beat it's his his vocals are on point this part of the song the breakdown like he's just killing it like he's confident what about you steve it's so cool i love everything about this favorite kind of mic is bravado mic okay kind of like overly aggressive mic uh-huh. and this is just all on display right here yeah like right he's just giving it to this girl unfortunately whether she wants it or not <laughs> that's, that's a conversation for yeah. another podcast yeah but, but yeah. um and then visually in terms of videos that michael's done that have tried to be replicated this has to be number one just the amount of yeah. videos that came after yes. this yes where guy chase girl Around wherever, right? And guy ends up. Guy with turned into That's panther. That's a great point. One hundred percent. Is that so? <laughs> so the extended video was, was controversial, right? That was smooth criminal. 
No, no, I don't think. I think it's this oh, with one. The, oh, with the humping in the street. Yes. Well, he does hump in the, in the street, but I think at the end of the video, doesn't he? He smashes, smashes the, the car. car you and are turns right. into a panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. See, I always thought it was black and white. It's black and white. It's black and white. Is it? I think it's this video. No, the panther isn't this video. It's black and white. You sure? The only crazy thing that happens in this one is he screams and the car windows shatter. I think. Is, oh, that, is that what happens? I could be wrong. I, I feel like it's up. because it's the uh, the street setting. It, I think it's this video. You and I have, I feel like, had the same conversation so many times. Really? Because I feel like... Well, I no, the Panther is not this video. No, you, I think it's you're not. right. It's not. And I'll say why. Because right, it is black or white. Okay, so be, yeah. that was my original <clears throat> thought. Okay. It feels like it's this video, but I, I think I he uses... Like you so, convinced me one time that it was the <laughs> really? way you make me feel. <laughs> I think I think I was the opposite. Someone just told me recently that it was this video. But maybe we, maybe we both... Confuse it because of the glass shattering. Could be that. Yeah. yeah. And the street car. So anyway, he uses a lot of similar visuals, similar ideas. Um, I remember I, him like apologizing for that video. Like it was in the nineties for sure. Now I think he's like, I'm so sorry. I offended anybody. <laughs> so, so Steve, where would you put like, cause I think now that I think I see where Dave's going with this and where you, I think I'm somewhere in between. I'd, I'd like this song, but this is not one that I would put on to enjoy but if it's on mm-hmm. it's a good cable movie huh if it's on i'll sit and i'll watch it yeah but i'm not gonna pop that dvd in the player i gotcha i see i think it's a little bit beyond that whereas if this song comes on you don't skip it mm-hmm. and if this song comes on you just have this like primal carnal energy just start dancing and getting into it so it's it's beyond mediocre for me. I wouldn't go as far as Dan saying it's in my top five. Not gonna go as far as Dave saying it's in my bottom five. <laughs> Which he hasn't said yet, but it's very clear. Like, yeah. But, but I'm leaning towards Dan. I'm I, leaning I towards I agree with Dan. you that if it's That's on, fair. it's staying on. Love the song, but I probably won't choose to put it on. Yeah, and, and before and we that's get, just yeah. the way it makes me feel. <laughs> oh, and before I before we get to Dave's bullshit opinion, there's uh, one yeah, there's one more thing I want to, <laughs> one more thing I want to touch on. So. This is just more of a personal thing. At the beginning of the video, you uh, the music hasn't started yet. He's just in in the street. He's talking to like you know, the guys on the street corner, right. and on the street. and there's you hear the audio of, of guys talking to him, and, yes. and they're like, um, uh, "Man, you don't know about women. You don't. Have, <laughs> man, you don't know about women. You don't have the knowledge." And okay, I swear, I swear to God. That's a line that my dad used to just like randomly say oh when God. I was a kid, like in the house. He used to go, "You don't have the knowledge." <laughs> Wait, so he's, he was quoting that video. He was yeah, just quoting this video. It was just like a thing my dad it's like so used to crazy. say a lot. Yeah, like you don't have the knowledge. And I was like, what? you know, I was like a kid. Like, what? What? Like, he was just insane. And then Michael's like, "Watch me, I can do it." <laughs> and then do you right. see Michael in his video though? He's humping the air quite frequently. It's a, it's a little more uh, risque than you think. And yeah. years later, um, off Invincible, same yes. same idea for for that video. Uh, come on, help me. You rock, rock my world. world. Yeah, you, you, rock, you rock my you world. Rock the world. Like, Watch me get that girl. Watch me get I'm that girl. Get him. And Chris Tucker's like, nah. <laughs> probably <laughs> so like, not. Have you seen what you look like, Mike? Like, <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 like I said, I was. <laughs> Michael, I mean, let's be realistic here. Do you know what you look like? Yeah, I got, I got this. Um, I do. The whole time he thought it was Rush Hour three. Like he thought it was Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jackie thought Why wasn't oh Jackie Chan God. in that video? That wouldn't. That wouldn't suck. Why would he be in that video? Just because he was in Rush do Hour. Do a little martial arts. Show Mike a little okay. martial arts. All right, Dave. Let's get to your bullshit. Let, no, let's see. Finish. Okay, sorry, sorry. Oh no, talking about how risque it was. Um, so once again, 1995. <laughs> 
I'm obsessed with the Moonwalker VHS. Yeah. Yes. Probably watching it two or three times a day at this point. <laughs> and um, one morning, my mom walks into the kitchen, and I'm just on the kitchen floor, laying down, stomach first, just <laughs> humping the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I I don't think I was allowed to watch that, that VHS for a good four or five months. <laughs> just Damn. That's perfect. So, yeah. Um. So, uh, Dan said this song was like the germane for him. For me, it's like the Latoya. <laughs> oh uh, Wait, is there like another sister that nobody knows the, about? The older sister, I think Reba. 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 This might be like that for you. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, personally, I know it's one of his quintessential songs. Like, I, I, I admit that. I think it's probably in his top ten quintessential songs for sure. Maybe top five. But for me, it's it's might be played out or something. Okay. Uh, the subject matter, although like I'm glad he's not going weird childhood stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just kind of flighty. I've heard it so many times. It's a little cheesier for me, and it doesn't really fit with the rest of the album as as much as I as I as the other songs. Like the other songs are a little more cohesive with each other in some weird way. Okay. Do you, um, do you do you put this if you had to rank? I mean, where where is it falling on this album? Yeah. It's last. Yeah, that's okay. I, for, and I like it, too. Okay. But there's songs that I love. Okay, fair enough. And I think it's a good song. I think it's one of his best songs. It's one of his best vocal deliveries, actually, I would yeah. say. But how do you feel about the video? Video's awesome, actually. Okay, It's yeah. better than most of the videos for the bad uh, for the bad songs. Uh, oh, yeah, most, yeah. For most, yeah. Uh, there's one video there's I put one over. That, yeah, of course. There's yeah, only yeah, one yeah. I put and over. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. And yeah. it's it's very obvious. Yeah, it's very obvious, yeah. Guys, obvious. I don't, right. know. I don't know. Maybe. God. And uh, Steve, when he t- talked about bad, he t- he touched on Michael's look on this album. Do we want to dig into that right now, or do we want to wait a little bit? What, what, I'm sorry, I just missed what you said. He, we, we touched on Michael's look a little bit when we talked about bad before. Yeah. And we talked about the cover of the bad album, what yes. and what he looks like. I mean, we could really go into his look and what was going on in the era. Yeah, if, let's do if, it. If you, you got some research, want. right? You got it. I, yeah, I mean. I, not too extensive, but I mean, you know, a few hours worth of stuff. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got? So, um, no, nah, I don't really have Bring us back to 1984 and a little company called Pepsi. Wow. Okay. We could do that. I mean, that, okay. That doesn't really affect his look as much as people think. You're referring to the Pepsi commercial. I guess it's, it's, it, it doesn't. It's more that year. It, yeah. I mean, it's, that, that's a traumatizing event for him. You know, for those that, if, yeah. It does what, what year was Sorry. that? So that's 84. 84. That's 84. Yeah. But, I thought it was actually more around this time. It's, it's, it's a little earlier. Because they, it was still mm-hmm. happening on the tour based on the, the research I did about that guy. Sorry again? That Pepsi was... Still, like, they sponsored this tour. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He. Yeah. Pepsi formed a sponsorship or um, a partnership with Michael. Period. Like a lot of his money and success. I mean, it comes from this this Pepsi relationship. Right. This is huge for him. Like it's and you know Pepsi. They've done they've done this before with other. They artists, make like this Britney drink. And, yep. Yeah. They do a drink. <laughs> <laughs> they've heard of it. But all right. So I mean, if you want to get into the Pepsi stuff? You know, it was it's January of '84 is when they shoot it, and in the commercial, the Michael. Cold night. <laughs> Sure. A cold night in what I would imagine is probably like Southern California. <laughs> uh, so he's walking downstairs in the video and there's bombs that are like going to blow up behind him. And essentially... Because they're the, doing a Vietnam War thing. <laughs> the way they have it set up for 
whatever reason is bombs are going off two feet from either side of his head. That's how it had, that's how this scene is described. This was a good idea. Yeah, like is... it's, it's really dumb. Like the safety regulations were like not considered. It was just like, we got to make you know, crazy ass Michael commercial. And right. Right. It's bombs going off really close to his head. And at one point they like instructed him to, he's supposed to duck down. And at one point they instructed him like, no, we got to get a better shot of you with the bombs going off. And they instructed him to like stand up. So, he could have sued the shit out of them because they, right. they, they like they're responsible for his yes, hair lighting yes. on fire. He didn't. He never did. He never sued Pepsi for this. He like so. I mean, that goes into his character, which we could move in a, li- a little bit later. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, again, total disregard of safety regulations. The sparks from the explosions caused his hair to catch fire. He got second degree burns, and that I guess you could say this event sort of started a spiral of him, a downward spiral of him. In the tabloids, in the media, just with not only negative image, you know, images of him or ne- a negative idea of him, but just weird and bizarre stuff right. going on with him. This sort of, I guess you could say, this kind of it kind of launched that. But that, that was the catalyst. Yeah, it doesn't have much. So that specific instance, there was like a big. I remember hearing years ago there was like a big thing where people thought. That incident directly affected what was starting to happen with his look. It's not really true. Well, he did they're, have, they're not really correlated. I thought he did get uh, like uh, surgery after that. Yeah, well, because he, he, well, he had burns. He, he had second-degree okay. burns, but okay. his nose surgeries that he was getting at the yes. time, un- unrelated. I, that's something he would have done regardless. Was he getting right. like, for the burns? Was he doing like skin graft? Was that even a thing then? I don't think so. And it was the it back was of his, his head. head. It wasn't his it face. Wasn't his yeah, face. yeah okay. it's the back of Yeah, so this... Is unrelated to what's happening with with his look. But, I mean, based on what I read, but I mean, that, yeah. Did it um, start his use of painkillers? Possibly. Oh, man, see, I don't know. I think that's what's related to. It's because he was. It, he I definitely took painkillers for his burns. In his autobiography, <laughs> he claims. And again, it was written and released in the time that Bad came out. I don't remember exactly when it when it came out, but he's talking about this era, and he said like everybody thinks I'm on drugs and. I never did any drugs. He says that in his autobiography. And right. like, now we kind of know that's kind of bullshit. But when he started the painkiller and like that whole part of his life, is mm-hmm. it in this era? Maybe, you know, I'm not, it might be a little later. You know, I'm, I'm not too sure. Gotcha. He was definitely having surgeries at this point. And though. he, he yeah. was diagnosed with vertic- vertiglio. Okay. Yeah. So Vitiligo. yeah. Vitiligo. Yes. Sorry. So, vertiglio. okay. Trivago. <laughs> vertiglio. Vertiglio. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He was diagnosed with vertiglio. Um, so there was a really popular biography. It came out, I think a couple years after Michael died uh, by J. Randy Terabarelli. It was called The Magic, The Madness, The Whole Story. And he was kind of like, I think one of the first guys to really dig into like the personal stuff that was going on with Michael right. because Michael's autobiography definitely doesn't. He's, some points of it, parts of it, you just kind of feel like he's just lying, honestly. But I, I don't know. But anyway, 84 is when he was diagnosed actually with that. With the 84, vitil- right. With, Same with, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, with the vitiligo. And the thing about this disease is that sometimes it, this disease can be caused by damage due to bleaching your skin. Really? Yes. Mm. So that's what's interesting. It's like you had all these rumors flying around that he was hmm. getting these surgeries. He was legitimately dying and bleaching his skin. There's no real evidence of that, that he ever did that. Right. That's just sort of like a media tabloid thing. But they say that if you do that, that can cause vitiligo. Really? I did so, not know that. Yeah. So I was, that, that was in reverse. I thought it was reverse too. I thought right. he used it as a like kind of like even out his tone or something like that. 
Right. That's what they said. Like now, here's or the he thing. said that I think your standard case of well, there's nothing really standard about vitiligo. It's a very rare disease. Like it's not that many people have it. Um, I think it's not that that rare. I think, I think, I, I think a few of my family have it actually. Really? I mean, the I actual mean, disease. Rare ones too, maybe. Yeah, no, they have it. Yeah, they have, I think they have it's blotchy, like they have blotchy skin. I think it's like one percent. Well. Maybe that is a lot. I was going to say 1% of the population. Maybe that is a lot. <laughs> I don't know. But so yeah, it's the D depigmentation. Mm-hmm. It's a fun word. Typically, <laughs> it typically occur with this disease. It typically occurs in patches, right? So the fact right. that his entire skin tone and skin look, people were asking questions because right. you know vitil- that's not typically what vitiligo does. And in this dude's biography of Michael, he said that, Michael and specifically Latoya got their hey, hands Latoya. on uh, this over-the-counter skin bleaching cream that they used right. regularly. It was called Porcelana. <laughs> P- so on the Porcelana? P-O-R-C-E-L-A-N-A. It's over-the-counter. Like Supposedly, Latoya had cases of this at her, wow. uh, at her place. Well, she does look... Yeah, she looks pretty light. And, yeah, that was, and Michael was just like using that. And I think that's like the biggest reason why... One of the factors leading to his look. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, the media and actually like African-American like journalists and African-American like psychologists. Some 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 people were like pissed off mm-hmm. that he was like like doing this. They thought it was some kind of like betrayal to like African-Americans. and right. like, like really brutal stuff when in reality it's I mean, I think it's just self-conscious. It's you know, it's. It, I don't know if it's necessarily him wanting to be a white person. It's more of like, like a beauty. His idea of what beauty is, I, I guess. I, like, yeah, uh, it could be. I mean, yeah, who knows? Uh, it's, it's. It, I, I think he himself wasn't like I want to be a white person, but I think he was trying to fix things that he thought was wrong with him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he was overcompensating, and he eventually looked. You know, pretty horrible as we know, like later on. Yeah. But uh, I think at the time he only had like. It's really hard now. I I think he had two nose surgeries at the time, I think. And and, you know, that's a similar thread with a lot of people who have a lot of plastic surgery is, you know, we see like, oh, you've had a lot of work done that looks egregious. Right. And, and, but to them, it's It's their ideal beauty because they, you know, that's kind of how I feel about Michael, where a lot of it, I, you know, even if it may come across as lying or being secretive i think a lot of the stuff he believed he may have believed himself because of because of his mental trauma that he went through and so he's hard on himself and I, it's just it's interesting that that we'll, that's kind of a stuff that we won't know you know his real inner thoughts because i don't think that he shared them with anyone on on a day-to-day basis right. i don't know if yeah. he's really we got to ask dr Conrad bubbles Murray. i guess Oh, bubbles! Yeah. Um, I didn't read much about bubbles. I don't know what what was going so on. So speed <laughs> demon. Yeah, let's, let's move on to speed demon. Yeah, so. we'll get back to some of the stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Speed demon. Is this? Whose song is this? This is my song. Okay, cool. Um. So I think this song is about um what we just talked about. Just kidding. It's not. It's about <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's him having a little. Actually, I think he wrote the song because he had a speeding ticket on the way to the uh, recording studio, 
And Quincy Jones is like, you gotta, you gotta write about what's in your life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll write about uh, speeding. Um, there's nothing, there's nothing really to say about the song. I, I think it's basically thought as one of the filler tracks. But what I, I never really liked the song that much. Until very recently, I started running to the song. Really? <laughs> I swear to God. Awesome. And I really love the instrumentation. I, I, yes. It's one of the funkiest songs on the album. There's what you're saying is you can probably come into place here because the music, because the the digital bass guitar, the slappy thing. That's why it insane. sounds so percussive and inhuman is because they took all these real instruments and synthesizers and then he would they would sequence them. Like that. Yeah, like that's, that's so wild. So, so yeah, wild. I love that. I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but <laughs> so it, yeah. you know, it's all these multiple sounds layered together playing the same thing. But one of the, so there are two really, really crazy uses of this Sinclair instrument on this album, and this song has one of them. And we're gonna get to it. I actually really like this song a lot. A lot. I didn't even know about this song and like until I really dug into like, you know, deep Michael stuff. I'd never ever heard this song like when I was younger. I didn't I didn't know about this song. Yeah. So Hey, we're coming up on the part. There's a weird little bridge. Um, this part I, I is the bridge it. right here. Yeah. So I think this is the part. This is a really cool, cool guitar part here. Okay. So you hear the car? Yep. Sampled. So this guy went and recorded samples of cars on racetracks, and he put it in the synth, and he would like manipulate the pinch with this crazy old ass computer synth it's oh, crazy God. so cool it's just like cool nerd stuff yeah like, like no this the, guy was a co- is a yeah. complete nerd yeah, it's amazing because you see all these pictures of quincy and greg filling gains and and michael hanging out and then he's like got the big bottleneck glasses what, what, like, his name is what and, steve wozniak yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard about that guy um, Key change. Something else we gotta talk about is the the music video. Yeah, oh yeah, yes. I've been waiting for you. Now yeah. some people yeah. say Thriller is the scariest music video by Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, <laughs> check out Speed Demon. It's a lesser known one. It is partially claymation. It's, it's so, partially yeah. live action. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Um, it's basically a tale of Michael running away from his like fans that want to rip him apart like literally they <laughs> eat him alive <laughs> and these fans are these really crudely created and behaving uh claymation figures and there's a lot of weird uh appearances by Wee herman he turns into Wee herman at one point <laughs> yeah, yeah he turns into sly that. stallone and he turns into, into tina, tina turner <laughs> but <laughs> the weirdest thing is that he is wearing a, a rabbit mask and turns into a rabbit and at the end of the chase, he loses his, his fans. He takes off the, the rabbit helmet, and then the rabbit helmet becomes alive itself, and he has a dance-off with the rabbit. <laughs> Wait, refresh my memory. Who won the dance-off again? Was it Mike uh, or the it's rabbit? It kind of goes in... Okay, first they do a dance-off, and then they do a spin-off. Yeah. They're dancing hardcore, and then yeah. the rabbit does like... And so what's that song called? Speed Demon? No, the spinoff. Okay. Uh, it's called... <laughs> nice. D- the Jeffersons. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, so... After MASH. <laughs> yeah, a, the Jeffersons was a, was a uh, spinoff, Jody right? and Chachi. Jody yeah. and Chachi, yeah. Um, he does like maybe 50, 500 spins. I don't know. And then Michael tries to do it. Doesn't, doesn't work. 
And then Michael gets a speeding ticket from this guy. And this, Bringing it full circle. Yeah. yeah. The, the police uh, officer, officer says, can I get your autograph? Because it's all about celebrity, guys. They're all trying to get his autograph. And then later, he goes, oh, I, like, I guess this rabbit beat me. He leaves, and the rabbit forms into the mountain next to him. So he's alive in the mountain now. It's the most bizarre video yeah, you have to, of if, all time. If you've never seen this video, do yourself a favor. You've got to watch this. It's, it's, it's insane. It's like, it's like Sledgehammer, right? but even way more grotesque. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say, it's the most fun song on the album. Like, it's, it's just fun. fun. Yeah, there's, it there's is. Not, it's fun. Yeah. It's a good way ounce to say of seriousness it. in it. The video is just a total joke, and it's just... Mike's brain running wild. Yes, so I, yes. There's, there's no depth to the song, whatever. It's just no. purely fun. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, a, I it's love it. my favorite of the three so far. And he Ooh. never really brings back the theme of racing again, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Like, no. there's a lot of times he rehashes themes, like, yeah. never again with speed. <laughs> like, he really no. got it all out with that one song. His song about morphine. 2,000 watts. <laughs> like, there's a lot of energy. Oh, yeah. There's energy in other places, but never, like, beneath the speed, baby. Watts. God. Um, 2,000 MPH. Okay. Ooh, oh, my God. Ooh. This Moving is... On. This is oh, a good one. Oh man, another great this song. This is a gentle one. Real, real, real quick. Where does speed even fall for you, Dave? Like on the album? Uh, top, middle, top, or bottom? Uh, far, top portion. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Like top. How about you guys? Three. Top three. Maybe five. How top many? Five. There's I what? think it's number five for me. Is there eleven songs? Eleven songs on the so, original album. So top yeah. five. Okay. Yeah. I think it's number five. Yeah. I. I'm probably a little lower. Tito. I'm, pro- <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably a little lower. I'm probably like seven or eight, something like that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's awesome. in my top half. It used to be like number 11 for me. Until very recently. Seriously. No, it's, I never it's really sweet. Give it the, the, it's like Steve said, it's fun. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. It's fun. fun. This is this song though. God, this this is song. another level. This song is less fun, more sensual. Yeah. Ooh. This is a very different vibe. This is amazing. This is one of Brandon's picks, right? Yeah. So I had the second pick, and this was my first pick. Librarian girl. It. It's <laughs> like. Yep. Love it. <laughs> Dave, where is Liberia? It's like in the books. It should be. Dave, do you know where Liberia is? Africa. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> So first of all, the song is dedicated to Elizabeth Taylor. Wow. Dedicated to. They were um, they were bros. Is it really? Yeah. She's from Liberia. <laughs> no. Then why? Okay. Just his friend. Um, apparently, the friends. Liberian people were very happy with the song. They thought it painted a very positive picture of Liberian I heard about culture. Those. I yeah. did about that. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna save the music video till last, obviously, because the music video is. <laughs> yeah. Fun. We'll get there. Um, I really love this song. Now, I don't think it's my favorite, but I drafted it first mostly because of the video. Because, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? Okay, okay. Mostly because of the video, but I do really love this song. This may be my second favorite song on the album. I'm not sure. What? That high? I I really love this song. Yeah. I get get that, yeah. And one of the main reasons is because of something that... Okay, so... You know, I knew this song, and then you learn other things in your life, right? And then okay. sometimes you realize, once you realize those two things are connected, it makes so much sense. Right. You know what I'm t- talking about? I'm talking about Toto. Oh. Oh, oh. 
this is a Toto song in disguise, and it's got the Percaro all over it. It has uh, Mr. Steve Picaro, right? Mr. Steve Picaro. And David Peitch. They did the he did the synth the programming. Oh, this is the this is the reason I love this song so much. It's, it's, it's just incredible. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Uh, that, that makes so yeah. much sense that it's Toto people. Yes, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Now that's that insane. I, yeah, I, I never, I never song, knew that. But now that yeah. you hear those keyboard parts, mm, yeah. it's like, oh, that makes so much sense. Absolutely. It, it, yes. It's, it's, it's just, it's Toto. And they, they, they were a big, now, so Greg Fillengain's this keyboard uh, player and the musical director of this era, and he was also involved in Thriller, he is in Toto now. Right. Like he still plays with Toto after all these. You, you've seen this guy, I'm sure, in videos of stuff over the years. He's he's the musical director of Toto, and he was in this time period. So um, it's just really interesting. Obviously, the other guy with the Sinclair had a lot to do with it, but there were a lot of session musicians on this song in particular. Um, Oh, it's just so like good. a lot of keyboard players, right? Like ten, maybe. Well, I mean, no, but a lot of it's through the Sinclair too. Like even though they had other keyboard players, they did. I think it was Percaro, um and lots of programming the sounds, uh, percussionists. So, um, it, it most of what it says is keyboard arrangements. So they basically, were, I think they were right. all working together on getting the different sounds. So to they work conducted together. the keyboards. <laughs> yeah, there's like Fantasia <laughs> and the brooms. <laughs> Um, I think I'm with they you. They conducted player pianos. <laughs> I think I'm with you in putting this that high. Like number I'm, two, I, I'm trying to th- honestly for me too. Yeah, like two or three. It's on, just on the such album. a just song, song. Man. It's such a yeah. unique song. I, I think in so. general. Yeah, and uh, I might be forgetting one, but yeah. I love yeah, his. I love it. Dyna- the dynamics of it. You know, he's really restrained but still singing. He's peeking out of the melody and then. Yes. Like, and it just builds to that. and Beautiful. It's just amazing. It's just so nice. Yeah, and just like you said, I didn't appreciate this song until I was much older. Yes. Yeah. Like when I was younger, it was a hard pass every time. Like, who's this librarian girl was talking about? <laughs> and then you get older, and you're like, this song is... Dishes. Yeah, and who else is singing about a Liberian girl? Right. Like, who right. else? Like who? You know who? Who? You know it's it's Michael. Like it's a very original idea. Very cool. Like. So can we talk about the video? Yeah, we, yes, yes, please. please. That's what we all. That's what we, that's what we all want. Yeah. So this. What so a good. great gift to Liberia. This video. <laughs> <laughs> this, this represents Liberia perfectly. <laughs> I'm trying not to yell into the mic, but yeah. that is just exact all of our thoughts. Yeah. Like, like this it's so funny video. because I think in my head for so long, yes, I associated the in the closet video with this song because that's it's just a girl dancing in like oh, sepia tone. Yeah. Yeah. So you think that makes so much more sense? So much more sense. Yes. Way more sense. Yeah. Yes. So in my for so long in my head, like I got the because I knew the vid- this video existed, but right. I. I was like, oh, they just put Liberian Girl over this video. Like, it never occurred to me that that was the video. And t- obviously it was. Can you still hear everything? You good? Yeah. So uh, it opens on this, uh, this, this market, this African market. And right. then you learn that it's a soundstage. And we have all these people. Do we want to go through some of the people? I wrote the names down. This is all you. I mean, can I do, can we go around? Can we see? Let's try to go around and who see. we remember. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I round robin. I didn't watch the video. I All right, see, so you, you can remember. I, some I can remember a couple of people. Right. Yeah, Brandon, hit it off. Go ahead. So we have bubbles. We have. Well, 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 well we're go taking round turns. robin. Okay, so your bubble. Oh, bubbles. but I have the list in front of me. Let's just do it for fun. Okay. Don't you like fun? Okay, <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> um, I could be wrong. I'm gonna be wrong. 
Steve Gutenberg? Yep. Okay, yeah. I think I'm totally wrong. Danny Glover? No, you're right. No, I, yeah, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't yes, there. He yeah, wasn't and there. he's wearing the like loafers with no <laughs> yeah, socks yeah. and his pants like right here. It's so funny. Uh, speaking of Jefferson's, I forget, forget the actor, but Mr. Jefferson is yes. in it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, Dan Aykroyd. Herman Shemsley? Yes. Herman Shemsley? Herman Shemsley? Herman Shemsley? Shemsley? Is it Herman? Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Triple H. Who did you say, Brandon? For Sherman? Dan Aykroyd. Sherman? I don't know. If Danny Glover is in there, is Mel Gibson in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe Joe they... Pesci? <laughs> He's in a different video. <laughs> yeah, he That'd is. be amazing. All right, uh, I'm out. I'm out. I could, I'm, I'm going to say so Quincy out. just because that's his guy. Quincy I, was I just could, around at that time. Um, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't so. think so. I can name a, a lot, actually. All right, I'm out then. Rosanna Arquette. Yep. I can say, or we'll go back and forth. <laughs> I have the list of things. Rosanna Arquette, we got a... Uh, 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 Malcolm Jamal Warner. Oh yes. We have Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. No. Wait. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. I'm yeah. Sorry, yes. Um, Brandon said Dan Aykroyd. Steven Spielberg. Yep. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss. Yep. And daughter. And daughter. Don King and, and son. son. Okay. Don King. I want to talk about later, but he, Don King was a big part of the Victory Tour. He, really? Yeah, he promoted it. We'll get into that. Keep going. Was did I say Rosanna Arquette? Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I, go ahead. No, David Copperfield. Um, oh, he's floating in the video. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia Madsen, which is so really, yeah, it's so out there for. Oh, me. I forgot about huge ones. Olivia Newton, John, and John, and John Travolta. Travolta. And, oh yeah. And John does his. They move. sing. Yeah. yeah he sings a portion. That's great. Uh, Maim Bialik, who is on Big Blossom. Bang Theory. Who's Blossom. So for people that don't know, explain what this video is. Wait, let's just finish the names okay, real quick. Okay, we'll finish the names. Sorry. Weird Al. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, Suzanne Summers, Blair Underwood. Diamond Lou Phillips. Rick Schroeder. Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips. Diamond Lou Phillips. <laughs> Debbie Gibson, Corey Feldman. Uh, we said that. Arquette, Whoopi, Brigitte Nielsen, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah. Um, so it's all these people reading a script but wondering where Michael is. And they're uh-huh. wondering, who's directing this thing? And then there's a shot of a director's chair, Spielberg, but it's not, Spielberg's not directing Spielberg's it. Spielberg's looking at his watch, like, where's, what's Michael? going on? Um, and some, like, Paul, oh, Paul Abdul is singing along at one point. No. Not Paul Abdul. Not Paul She's Abdul. Not um, Somebody is, though. No, isn't she in the very beginning? Nah. Who is singing along in the very beginning? Samantha Fox? I don't know. Is it? I, I don't know who it is. Some, it's a blonde British lady. Yeah, I know. I saw it like twice. I really thought Paul Abdul was in it. Um, but they're all they're all having a little moment, you know, the Olivia Newton John and John Travolta moment. Yeah. I love that moment. It's really funny. Um, what are some of the other big significant moments? David Copperfield floating. You said Dabber, that. Dabber. Oh, and Dan Aykroyd and Gutenberg come in at the end with the. They're on their motorbikes. They're on their motorbikes, breaking up the scene. Uh, there's one part where. Um, Okay. Oh, and what's interesting about Someone the video thinks, too, okay. and is the songs playing, but there's also you hear talking. Like it's not just you're not just seeing this stuff happen. Yeah. You hear the bustle of the set and yes. people talking to each other, and sometimes it's the songs over the song. Yeah. The song is like not important at all in the video. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. It's such a bizarre choice, but it is fun. It's just not correct for this song. Yeah. No, like it's very he could he could have done something way and the director for this didn't song. do. It, the only directing credits are Michael Jackson things, and it's not many. Uh-huh. It's and he did a lot of special effects for a lot of 
things in Hollywood. Okay. But there's two more uh, scenes I want, like, or portions I want to say. Okay. I forget who says it, but they see like uh, Jerry curls, and I'm like, oh, there's Michael, and then he turns around. It's, and it's weird, weird out. It's weird out. Right. <laughs> and he's with Bubbles. No, he says, I'm. It's it's me, Weird Al, but Bubbles is here. And then there's another scene where Diamond, <laughs> Diamond Lou Phillips. Diamond Lou Phillips. <laughs> Diamond Lou Phillips. I forget who he's, who he's partnered with, but he's talking to somebody. He's like, I heard that he always wears – Oh, I heard he's always doing disguises. And there's this guy that's like – Oh, the mummy. There's that's a guy right. in a mummy disguise. And they're like, is that Michael? Yeah. And, then and they're like, nah, can't be. And at the end of the video, they, they show – they <laughs> go through all the names of everyone and – it's question mark when they show the the mummy. The mummy. Yeah. Oh, it's probably The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. yeah. Scorpion King. Yeah. And and so or at Tom the Tom Cruise spoiler alert. at the oh my god at the end of it they all start at so Dan Aykroyd and Gutenberg come in then they all look over and then from the crane uh, Michael is was the one directing it the whole time Michael was doing there's actually a really crazy Dude, crane sick shot experiment. There's a crazy crane shot in the movie. It's like a zoom yeah. shot that's a big Spielberg thing. He does it yeah. in Jaws. It's like a pole cam. Do you think Spielberg took over for that? For that shot? I think because I think uh, he wasn't the first one to do it, but uh, Spielberg it's like popularized crane. it. Yeah, and Hitchcock, obviously. Oh, duh, Vertigo. Vertigo is like the biggest <laughs> glaring example of it. All right, so, Number one film of all time. <laughs> in case we didn't make it clear, all these celebrities think they're there to shoot a Michael Jackson video. They think they're right. all a part of this like insane project. Or a party? Where, <laughs> yeah, maybe I guess uh, a lot of cocaine's on the way, probably. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, this is it's is the that 80s. not Paula Abdul? It is. She, nah, it's yeah, Paula Abdul. yeah, it's Paula I'm so Abdul. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Really, it's her. I knew this whole time that she sings along. Yeah. With was it. she on the list? No, I didn't write down every name. It was like so long because Boy George is sitting there too. Is he really? Yeah. Guess she watched it twice, huh? And <laughs> sorry. The, spoiler <laughs> alert. It's a big reveal. We already said it. You were talking to Steve. Damn. But I will say that, that here's another thing I want to say. Do you think all these actors are like, gotta talk to Steve, try to get his get his movie? <laughs> oh, trying to get try, Steve Spielberg's movie. Try, try to cast me. <laughs> oh, the other funny thing about this that we were talking about earlier is on YouTube. <laughs> so many of the comments for this video and all the videos about this song right. are, where were all these people when the media was attacking Michael? When, <laughs> where were all they when? They, why were they not by his side? Oh, like, it's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. I will say this is probably my least favorite video on the album. Of all time? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Those two things could be, on they the could album, be like things. Because um, um, it's, it's a great video. It's funny. It's enjoyable. But like Dan said, I just wanted more. Like yeah. I wanted to see a video yeah. that was reflective of such a great song. And it's just like such a tight, so beautiful cool. song. Yeah, yeah, and it's an amazing song. They just give me cameos on cameos yeah. on cameos, which is fun. But yeah. it, it should have been, it should have been another thing. <laughs> it could have been cooler. Anything else? If they made the video longer, had all these cameos, and then incorporated these guys in like makeup and costume for the for like, the actual video, like a remember yeah. the time, you know? like a precursor. Yeah, yeah. Like, to yeah that. like exactly like that. So, yeah, missed the opportunity. But right, uh, well, we're gonna move uh, on. Yeah, That's why we should be directing these videos. <laughs> okay. Steve, can I be in your film? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Yes. This is a song I drafted. I'll say it right away. The most Everyone. underrated and underappreciated Michael song. Yes. Well, well, at least on this album. At least on this album. Mm-hmm. 
Underrated, underappreciated. This song is fire. I love this. Song. I have a theory. Okay, but I'll save it for later. We're, we're gonna skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's all sing in unison along to it. Just kidding. Look <laughs> out. Need that right. water. I don't know whose it is, but I'm gonna have to So this is just good friends. This is a one of two duets on the album. Spoiler of uh, it's Michael and Stevie Wonder. I don't who, who what who? I know the first guy because clearly he's. Oh, you're asking me who Stevie Wonder is? Yeah. Well, he was a very famous. Is he that guy from Ohio, born in 1950? I. Uh, I I'm struggling here <laughs> with what you're trying to do. I don't. <laughs> I was pretending to not know who world famous musician Stevie Wonder is. Okay. Who's, who was born in Ohio? I don't know what you're... He's uh, born in Ohio. He's from Ohio. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's born in 1950. I, I'm, way, I'm way gone. Yeah. And he wore sunglasses. All right, so... <laughs> Going through his notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a little, we had a little silence there while we had the music coming. Ah, oh, this is Stevie. It's, I almost don't want to talk. I love this song. <laughs> but, so... Let's see. Track five... Only song on the album without a video. And what a mistake. One of two. What a... Uh, I think... There's another one that doesn't there's another a video. One doesn't, yes. Not even a live performance video? Not official. Okay. It's one it's of two. A, you know it. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe I was thinking of without the the original version of the album. Never mind. Anyway. No, no, no. There's, um, there's another song on the album officially. Okay. Anyway. So, okay. One of two without a video. Um... One of two tracks on the album not released as a single. Only one of two not released as a single at all. He's only performed this once, once. ever. Oh There's another God. thing. One of two songs not written by Michael himself. Yeah. On the album. Yes. Um, you have who wrote it down? Terry Britton and Graham Lyle. They are the Grammy-winning duo behind What's Love Got to Do With It. Ah. Oh, shit. There we go. Have, he should have sang that song. <laughs> so... Only performed one time ever during the bad tour, which we'll touch on. Uh, Stevie actually came out when they were in Australia as, wait, oh, as blind. He came out as blind. <laughs> came out. Uh, uh, he showed up for John. for cool. what for the Australian leg of the tour and, and performed this song with Michael one time ever. Really? Yeah. Um, Stevie actually plays synthesizer solo. Hey, Dan, great fact. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. I've got a lot of notes here. Uh, Stevie plays synthesizer solo in the song that happens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Stevie actually playing that. Yeah. Um, so lyrically, it's very much the girl is mine. Yeah. Very, very similar idea yep. as to what you know Michael was doing with Paul on Thriller. Two guys saying, hey, you know, tell them that we're just good friends, even though we're not, even though we're fucking. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, like, no, this, no, this chick... Hey, just tell him that we're just good friends. He doesn't need to know that we're fucking. Whereas, Michael, are you ever in situations like this? No. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, let's get real. You looked strange. There's no way. No, I'm just kidding. He's a super, he was a superstar. Definitely still had groupies at this point. You know, without, he, was, without question. he was dating at the time. No. Trivia. Actually, no. Uh, Actually, at this. Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields, yeah. On and off. Yeah, on and off. 87, 80. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe uh-huh. I knew that. But um, uh-huh. yeah. Steve. Stevie Wonder, yep. one of the 
overall. That's who I meant. Yes, Sorry. That's the Steve you're referring to. Sorry. Steve. He wonder. Uh, better overall vocalist than Michael. Overall. We were talking about this earlier in our own time. I would think that I Stevie. This was private. I thought this was private. You, you guys are I mean, talking about this on other, the pod. This is a whole other podcast, but I think Stevie is the uh, greatest. Skill wise and even emotion, everything behind it, the greatest vocalist of all time. Wow. I wouldn't even go there. Like pop vocalist. Pop vocalist. I, mean, I will say pop. Yeah. I think they do different things. Yes, it is. Stevie's yes. far more soulful. Where Michael's just more "quote unquote" mainstream pop, and they could both intersect each other's lanes. Well, I guess what when, when we were talking about pop, we were talking about not opera, like okay, or jazz, like contemporary, or jazz. contemporary, contemporary, contemporary music. music. Okay. Yes, in terms of skill, Stevie Wonder is probably one of the most skilled vocalists yeah. of all time. He's like just I, unreal. Yeah. Even this song, song, even this are, song, towards the end of this song, he's doing crazy stuff. Yeah. He's hitting insane notes. And like, you know what? I take it back. I said. Speed Demon was the most fun song on the album. This is the most this, fun yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. This, is the, this yeah. is the most fun song. Is, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love it. It's, it's, one of, it's probably the most 80s sounding song. Yeah. Like it's, you know, in terms of like poppy 80s, like, I don't want to say cheese because I fucking love it so much. And you say it's cheese. You say, it's cheese. I know you, but that has like a negative connotation attached well, to it. Well, cheese is good. And <laughs> yeah, I like cheese. The, <laughs> there's just nothing I don't like about this song. And it's one of those, the great thing about Stevie Wonder is that he's so self-deprecating that like, I wish they made a video for this song because it would have been hilarious. Like they would have been in the club and they both would have been approaching the girl and Mike just would have turned Stevie in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Walking Amazing. Out of the club. Like, so good. There's so many lost opportunities uh, in the video. That's yeah. so true. That's it very true. It would have been great. So good. So and, and think about it. Like this is around Hotter Than July, Stevie Wonder. I don't know if this is before or after. It's hotter after. Than July. It's after. Yeah, hotter it's like seven after. years after. Yeah, but, Hotter Than July was 80. Yeah. But like but in the 80s, there's still yes, yes, fire. Yes, yes. Like, oh. It was past Stevie's like like big like jazzy period. He got right. like this is when he started getting into the like characters yep. era. Yeah, yeah. It might be the same year as characters. Maybe. 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 I know he has an album out in 87. That could be it. Well, all right, Stumpy. There's not... <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's not an official video, but I saw a really good fan video, actually, oh, really? of this. And it's like Michael hanging out with Bubbles, Michael holding babies, uh, and no Stevie for some reason, but a lot of Michael. And yeah. I kind of want to, I think we should petition to make that video the official video. The official video. <laughs> Just put it on that they Michael did a great YouTube job. channel. They even had like the, uh, the credits in the beginning, like professional, like they do on MTV. Nice. So it even said like the record label. We'll post Epic. that link. We'll post that link. We'll get the. T- we'll uh, tweet at us. We'll get the. We'll get that trending. Let's make that official, guys. Yes. Petition epic. We need to finish. <laughs> a late, a late release. Late yeah. video release. Yeah. Yeah. We need album. to get all the videos done for bad. Um, anyone else got anything to say? Yeah, uh, this is so. I'm 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 updating my rankings as oh, we go for the album. I deleted all my notes a long time ago, <laughs> so I'm just going off the dome now. But yeah. I this was. I'll say on the on the on the uh, second tier, app. second tier. It's Ooh. it's not my my first. This is probably number three or four. Really, me. Yeah. that high? Yes. Yeah, We're I like fucking love this people. song. This yeah. is my lower than Liberian Girl. The way you make me feel above Speed Demon for now. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. We feel the same way. About, we feel the same way about Speed Demon. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. Like middle, lower. Like right. At, yeah. I will say this song feels the most out of place on the album. I love it, but it feels the, I the most out of place sonically. Completely. I agree. 
You said that about the way you made me feel too, though. You said that that no, no that, not, that I didn't say that was the most. That one also is a little bit of an outlier. This one is like a, way an outlier. I feel like I feel like you're it think, could be I feel like you're thinking of like maybe two songs that sound the same that that are good. Like no, I no 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 no, I'm not. And I, the reason why I'm saying this is because I think it's partially because he didn't write the song, and like a lot yeah, of Michael's yeah, songs yes. are really riff oriented. Yes, if you think about it, this song has a lot of like chord changes that he doesn't do on the other songs. Good point. So it it's, it sounds differently, like from a, a song arrangement wise. Definitely, I agree. Yeah, yeah. but it's an awesome song. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I obviously do. Steve, where does this fall for you? It's in the top half, and I'm realizing that like ten of the songs of this album are in my top half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all. It's pro- right now. So far with the lists that we've gone through, it's second to the way you make me feel for me okay. at this point. So is that your fa- your first one right now? As of right now, yes. Okay, yes. nice. Hey, everybody. It's MJ. I hope you enjoyed my month. The boys at Dan and Brave asked me to remind you to listen to Bad 30 Part 2 coming this Monday. Also, I'm warning you, if you send any more fan mail past October 20th, I will not sign it. Peace and love. Peace and love. And most importantly, good night. Thank you and TY for listening to Dan and Brave Presents. You can follow us on Twitter at Dan and Brave and on Instagram and Facebook at Dan and Brave Presents. You can follow your presenter Dave on Twitter at Boy Genius High IQ and Instagram at High Guys Dave Cologne. That's Cologne spelled C O L O N. He also has music on Bandcamp under the moniker Young David. That's the modern spelling of Young, Y-U-N-G. You can follow your other presenter, Brandon, on Twitter and Instagram and listen to his music by typing in Brandon Tuzio. That's Tuzio spelled T-U-Z-I-O. God bless you and long live Dan and Brave. Good night.